Welcome to the Beyond Capital podcast. In our purpose-driven world, leadership is increasingly crucial. Now more than ever, stakeholders are demanding the integration of social values and causes in everything from shoes to soap to investments. We are bringing you the stories of leaders that are marrying profit with purpose. I'm Eva Yazari, CEO of Beyond Capital. And I'm Ed Stevens, CEO of Appreciate. And this is the Beyond Capital podcast. Today's guest is Juan Kim. Juan Kim is the CEO of Smoothie King. Smoothie King is a Dallas-based franchise company with 1,000 locations around the world, selling smoothies, juices, energy bars, and more. Prior to becoming CEO, Juan was a master franchisee in his home country of South Korea, where he helped to open 130 locations before going on to become the CEO of the company. Let's dive in. Welcome, Juan. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) So we are here in person in our Dallas podcast studio, and we're glad to have you the Smoothie King, uh, CEO. The. Exactly. And I, I want to dive into your story because I think it's fascinating. But first, tell us about Smoothie King with over a thousand locations. We would probably all, most people would recognize your logo, but what kind of smoothies does Smoothie King sell? Uh-huh. So uh, thank you so much for the introduction. Uh, uh, yes, we a smoothie king, and we actually do say we don't sell smoothies. We sell purposes. So whatever your purposes are, whether it's on the fitness, slim, wellness, or simply take a break, you can come in and you can find your fuel. So we actually sell purposes. Excellent. I, I have a friend who goes to Smoothie King every single weekend for her break. and She, she kind must of- be gorgeous person. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> incredible. And she, she, she thinks of it, as she described it to me as a break. Um, what is the story behind Smoothie King? What inspired the founder to start the company back in 1973? It's a really interesting story. His name is Steve Kuno. He started uh, Smoothie King back in 1973. Uh, if you go to Wikipedia and if you ask who actually named product called Smoothie, he is the one. So, really? Yes. So he is the original smoothie creator, and we are the original smoothie bar. So wherever you get the smoothies from, you have to believe we know the best because we created them, right? Uh, and what's interesting is he actually created these products to cure his own allergy. It wasn't really he wanted to make something very delicious. It was always, I want it to be better. I want to cure my allergy. What can I mix with fruits, veggie? And then he actually started to mix those. And then he thought about, oh, it's really smooth. Maybe I should call them smoothies. And that's how smoothies were born. And he told me one day, he actually created more than 110 products in his life. And he actually told me that uh, uh, none of the smoothies came from the flavor first. So I asked him, what? What does that mean, right? And then he actually said, one, of course our products are so delicious, but actually it was always the purpose first. So I said, oh my God, no way, because we actually have a product called Hulk, 
And as the name suggests, it's actually, you know, Hulk is a big dude. And the name suggests it has actually have about 1,000 calories. So I wasn't really proud of that product because a lot of people are like, oh, my God, you guys are not really healthy. You actually have a product that's, you know, 1,000 calories in it. And I asked him, there's no way it, this has a purpose behind it. He said, one, there was a, a lady who lives next door. She was losing weight because she was going through the chemotherapy. And she came to him. She said, I need to gain the weight back. Can you help me? That's how the Hulk was born. And believe it or not, we believe minimum of 30,000 patients who go through chemotherapy in this country actually go through their life with our product called Hulk. Really? Yeah, so it is very purposeful smoothie, and we are very proud of it. This is going to be an eye-opening interview. I can tell that already. So you grew up in South Korea. Mm -hmm. um, you went to college in the U.S. That's right. And, um, and then you went back to South Korea. You decided to start a franchise of Smoothie King. You experienced it here. Uh-huh, I did. As a college student. That's right. Okay. So why did you, did, you, know, why did you do that? So uh, it's a little shameful story, but, you know, when I actually first met our smoothie, uh, my smoothie, at, it wasn't really Smoothie King place. But uh, uh, seriously, when I actually, you know, had that product, I really thought of myself that, oh, my God, I can actually have smoothie a day, and then I can go out and have another beer. So <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, my God, I want to be super healthy. It was like, oh, my God, I have my daily fuel so that I can, you know, hit the town. Uh, and, and I was 20 years old. And I'm sure, you know, when you are 20, you, you, we are not really super smart at the time. And, you know, that, that was my purpose. So was that cool then? Um, you, is it hard to start a smoothie place in South Korea? What was the process like there? So back in 2003, uh, uh, South Korea was becoming a developed country from developing countries. Right. So their uh, GDP, uh, they just passed 20,000 mark, and people were having more uh, disposable income, and they actually thought about, I want to live healthier. Uh, I want to live you know, more well-being life. And a lot of uh, fitness centers were popping up. And that's when I thought that actually smoothies can be a great uh, choice for them. Uh, that's why I actually contacted Jamba Juice and Smoothie King at the time. And I liked the culture in Smoothie King better. That's why I chose Smoothie King back in 2003. Okay. The only problem at the time was South Koreans didn't know about smoothie. It wasn't about King. They were like, what are you selling? Uh, and I had to really explain them, you know, smoothie is like coffee, ice cream, or milkshake. It's a, it, it's a genetic word. It's not a trademark. And a lot of people actually thought that smoothie itself is a trademark because they just didn't know. Right. So I had to go through educating the whole market, uh, you know, letting them know not about our brand, but about what we sell. And that was very difficult. So what's the Korean word for smoothie? Uh, it's the same as smoothie. Smoothie, smoothie, smoothie right. Okay. Selling people their purpose is often the goal of many businesses uh, to reach that point where you're really serving your customer. And starting from that point is just really inspiring to me. Are there any other social or environmental impacts that Smoothie King has? 
Yes, we do. But let me just begin with our mission and vision. Because, yes, purpose is super important, but it's also based on our mission and vision. Our company's mission is inspire people to live a healthy and active lifestyle. And whether, whenever we recruit our franchisees or team members, we always tell them this is our DNA, this is why we do what we do. So it doesn't change, and you just have to live this life. And if you don't believe this can be your DNA, you shouldn't join us. Uh, and then we actually have a long-term vision, and our vision is we want to be the integral part of every health and fitness journey. We believe living a healthy and active lifestyle, you know, having that uh, uh, healthy and uh, health and fitness journey, it's incredibly hard. I mean, people always talk about, you know, we got to live healthier, we got to live more active lifestyle, but it's not easy because when you think about your journey, it, I mean, Things happen, things go wrong. Yeah. Maybe you can go, you know, you can be broken or, uh, you know, you can be hurt or even, you know, you can be pregnant as a woman. These things will make you live healthy and active lifestyle harder, right? So that's why we really want to help people to live that lifestyle easier. And that is our vision. We want to be the integral part of every health and fitness journey. I think that's so interesting because... A lot of times in the U.S., we have this vision of healthy lifestyle as a matter of individual willpower. Mm. Like if a person has enough willpower, they can live this healthy life. They can exercise. And we view it as a, as a first-person problem where really the data and science show the opposite is true, that it's really the environment around you mm-hmm. that enables you to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you grow up in a healthy home, that's mm-hmm. one thing versus an unhealthy home or if you have healthy friends um, and the food choices that you have in your neighborhood. That's right. Restaurants and whatever. And so if there aren't good, healthy options in the restaurants, forget about it because you're going to show up, you're going to look at the menu and just be like, oh, man, not today. I don't have the willpower and boom. But if they're there, you're like, oh, I'll take the healthy choice. Mm-hmm. It's not really a matter of willpower. It's more of a question of societal organization. Right. And also it's convenience factor, right? That, that's yeah. why we believe when we have actually more than McDonald's in this country, I think this country will be a better place uh, for healthy and active lifestyle. That's what we believe. Yeah. So just getting back to some of the other social or environmental impacts that the company has, why don't you illuminate that for us? Ah. So, uh, so there are a few things, but first of all, we actually evolved with our products. So uh, the initiate, initiative was called a uh, cream blend. So literally, we had to change almost every single ingredient that we carry at the store. It took about four years, and now we have a no-no list, same as Panera Bread, and we are able to eliminate anything artificial, no GMO, gluten-free, I mean, you name it. I mean, there are so many ingredients that we had to eliminate so that we can come up with this no-no list. It was a very, very difficult process. But what we believe is when we really talk about our mission and vision, we had to do this. And then second, we actually went through about 200 different charities and we actually ended, uh, we ended up with a charity called uh, Challenged Athletic Foundation. So as name suggests, we are actually helping, we are donating so that these challenged athletics can 
get a new arm, new leg, so that they can swim, run, or they can play basketball. But when you, once again, you go back to our mission and vision, we believe these challenged athletics really do inspire people to live a healthy and active lifestyle because what's your excuse when these guys can do it, right? So that's why we chose that uh, uh, foundation as well. You know, Robin's done that um, Challenge Athletes Foundation triathlon about six or seven times down wow. in La Jolla, I think is where they have their big yes, race. that's right. So I'm sure you've, you've They are been based part of in that. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. I was just blown away by the no-no list because to me that shows that Smoothie King is really walking the talk. There are a lot of quote-unquote healthy products out there that have artificial flavorings and additives. And to take that out, as you say, was a hard process, but it just shows the commitment to your mission. Can you maybe give us an example of like one or two challenges or one product that was really hard Mm. to replace? Well, overall, uh, think about this. Uh, You know, we are franchising concept. So we have also many owners and in order for me to really do this, I had to talk through so that, you know, I could, I, without convincing them, it, it could be very difficult because I always believe, you know, having the buy-in is the easiest way. And what I always told them was, based on our mission and vision, we are going to always make the right decision and our mission and vision will be our filter, making the decisions. Uh, And then what I also told them four years ago was, if your team members are not proud of what we sell, it's a problem. I believe when our team members, who can be as young as 16, 17, 18 years old, if they are proud of what we sell, that's when we take off because it's just a word of mouth. So once again, convincing them was very difficult to begin with. And then going through the process, we never realized how much things are in our ingredient that we had to take, it out, take, take them out. I mean, it was insane. And also all these big manufacturers, they were like, oh, not a lot of companies are asking this, even though it seems like it's a big movement. Yeah. So they're like, we are not going to do this only for you. Or uh, even if we do we have to raise the price so much because the, the volume will be so less. And so we had to really convince them. And then also sometimes we had to threat them that if you don't do this, we are going to look for other partners to do this with us. And that was very eye-opening. Yeah, I, that, I could see that. And, and hopefully the scale at which you source your material your your products and your and your inputs to the smoothies helps to influence the companies to perhaps you know produce more and in, in these in the way that you are looking for uh, with uh, no preservatives and all the things on your no no list i i really am glad to hear that because i really think that a lot of other companies i do believe they should join us mm-hmm. because that it's, it's not about my business. It's really about how can you serve people out there better and that will be really nice. What does your customer look like? So we actually have many different sets of customers. So first of all, we call them guests. We don't, we don't say customers. And our guests, one thing that we always talk about is we do not define our guest healthy and active lifestyle. Everyone has their own set of definition, and we honor that. 
So I will give you one example. Let's say we just, uh, a few months ago, we launched our new product called the Keto Champ. Okay. So, you know, Keto is a big lifestyle right now. And there are big debates uh, among Keto, whether it's good, bad. Once again, as long as like, there is no proof that it's bad, we honor that new lifestyle because it is our guest choice. It's not about our choice. And people are so different that mm -hmm. one person could have one need and somebody could have a mm -hmm. different need. And it's really just, they have to figure it out for themselves. It's, it's too hard to prescribe that across all the different ages and mm -hmm. DNA that people have just going to have different kinds of issues and different things that work for them. Right. I mean, for like example of keto, actually it, it you know, it, it's not always good for everyone, but for some people actually keto works. Right. Yeah, and I noticed, I, I looked into your keto champ oh. <laughs> ingredients, and I noticed that it is plant-based, too. I think yes, one of is. the big criticisms of keto is that it's too much animal fat. Ah. Um, but this is what we, what might be called um, ketotarian. Ah. <laughs> you should join our marketing team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, great. Well, I mean, I think uh, being such a customer-centric company, it's great to, to see what the profile of your guests is. And I just want to add one thing. As I talked about, we really think about people's journey. And since we really want to help them to go through this you know, journey, uh, we actually also launched two products in past two years. One is called Primama. It's about, you know, people who are pregnant and it has a lot of great nutrition in that smoothie to, you know, go, help them to go through their uh, new journey because we really believe when people are in a trouble, I don't, I, maybe not only trouble, but when, when people have their hard life, they really are struggling to have a, a healthy and active lifestyle. That's why we identified, even though it's not going to be a great sales uh, products, we believe we want to really help these ladies. And also the other product is called Daily Warrior. We actually invented this product with uh, uh, American Heart Association. And once again, we updated our product called Hulk, and it's called now Daily Warrior. And it is really for people who go through the chemotherapy. And we wanted to make sure that these people, when they go through the chemotherapy, they have the fuel so that they can fight. That's interesting. You know, my experience with Smoothie King, I'll share with you. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have it in Santa Barbara or San Luis Obispo or, at that time when mm -hmm. I lived there. Um, so my first experience was with your location just a couple miles from here, okay. um, over by kind of over by Love Field. And I was driving around one day, and I was kind of hungry, and I see this place called Smoothie King, and in the you know spirit of adventuring my new place, I... I drive, go through the drive-through to get one, mm -hmm. and the last thing I expected was for there to be a bunch of dairy-free options. Okay, because I'm I'm dairy-free mm -hmm. and almost 100% vegan, mm -hmm. probably 99% vegan. Awesome. Um, but I would I did not expect that. Mm. So, and I think that that was my impression of the brand. Mm was that it would be an unhealthy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of like um, experience. Even though Jamba Juice we did have, that mm -hmm. was started in San Luis Obispo, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where my wow. company was. Mm -hmm. Jamba Juice was founded there. That's right. And, you know, I was familiar with the, you know, that general idea that you could have a, a, a pretty healthy snack there. 
Um, but in any case, um, I was blown away by that. I came home to my wife, who was vegan at the time, and I was and still is, and I was just like, Robin, you can't be- believe this. This had like it must have had ten or fifteen different options that were all that were all um, plant based, almond milk or mm-hmm, coconut mm-hmm. or something else. And so that was my experience with it. Um, was being surprised that it had as much sort of a healthy component to it as it did. So that's a that's that was an op- that's an opportunity for you. Yes, I think some people still might have that impression. I agree, and we are still going through it because there is a perception that some people believe you know Smoothie King is not a healthy place, and we've been on this journey for the past four years, and we will continue on our journey until people realize Smoothie King is a different place. And what we are really trying to do is we are trying to go back to 1973 when Steve Kuno really founded this company to be, you know, helping people to live a healthy and active lifestyle. Since then, I think, you know, people at, this, at the corporate office didn't really realize what our DNA was and what our root was. So now we are really trying to go back to 1973 in a healthier way so that smoothies in this world right now are uh, in a wrong way that the creator actually created. Yeah, they're more of a, of a sugary snack. Exactly. That's why we also, under the cream blends, we actually eliminated a lot of added sugar. So actually about 35 smoothies that we carry do not have any added sugar. Because what we are really trying to tell the world is this is what smoothies should be. And that's how the original smoothie was born. When thinking a little bit more about your social impact in the future, are there other areas where you think you can kind of bring additional value on social value or healthy lifestyle value to your guests? Right now, what we are trying to do is we are really trying to connect to many healthy and active lifestyle brands through our Reward app. So through our uh, loyalty, we really want to reward our members, whether they run, they, you know, do any healthy and active lifestyle. Let's say they just checked in one of the fitness centers that we are partner with. Then we want to honor them because at the end, we do want them to live a healthy and active lifestyle. And we are really trying to figure it out. How can we encourage them to live better lifestyle so that, you know, we can actually achieve our mission. It's not only about come and get one more smoothie at our place. It's really about we want to help you to live a healthy and active lifestyle. Yes. I mean, we talk, we've talked a lot about food on this podcast. And the USDA recommends eating five to nine servings of fruits and vegetables mm. a day to stay healthy. But the CDC has estimated that, that 90% of Americans do not eat enough fruits and vegetables. Mm. So there's an access gap there. And uh, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to tie into the rewards programs or, or even, you know, even Fitbit or type apps and exactly. things like that. How's the business doing? Like, like, can you get, tell us a little bit about the last year and the year ahead? Um, just So for the past, uh, I bought this company back in 2012. And uh, uh, I think our system sales went up about almost three times since 2013 uh, to 2019. So we've been uh, in a growth mode, and we've been opening 100-plus stores for the past four years. Okay. And uh, actually today, we just hit our 1,100 mark. Wow. 
think we need a smoothie king in my building here. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love, Juan, to turn to you as a leader. Um, What are some of your personal motivations for having purchased this business and being so passionate about Smoothie King? You know, when I started as a franchisee back in 2003, I... You know, I was young and I was excited to introduce these products to uh, South Koreans. Uh, but then when I really uh, got into the business, uh, that there are not that many businesses that you can actually think about the purpose while making money. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a business guy and we all need to make money. But seriously, while making money, uh, I don't know whether I will feel really good about if I'm selling a pizza or a burger. I mean... That, that's what it is. So that's when I realized I really want to uh, I want to continue this journey. And then also after uh, knowing Steve Kuno, I really felt like there is a kind of obligation for me to really let the world that smoothie should be different. And I got to fix that. And that's when I actually last year we wanted to buy Jamba Juice. So we were in the process. And unfortunately, we were the last two bidders, but we lost it by another private equity group. But my goal is eventually I do want to buy them or I want to become the number one smoothie place in the world and people will really see the difference of what smoothie should be because it's a little shame that a lot of companies don't carry the, the original smoothie that, that was born in 1973. What was the original one? Original one? Yeah, what was the original smoothie? No, actually, there was no original, like, one product. He, Steve Kuno was actually really mixing a lot of veggie uh, uh, oh, just fruits. Like, right, yeah. and, and he was putting a lot of different vitamin, mineral, and all that stuff for himself. Okay. And, that's, and then he started to call smoothie, and he, he started to pass those out to his neighbors. And then his neighbors were like, oh, my God, what the heck is this? This is so good. You gotta sell this. You gotta open a business. That's how he began. What really stands out to me about you as a business owner is that I've I've heard you quoted to say, "Would I sell this product to my family?" Mm-hmm. Which shows your kind of commitment and and really caring for the product that you sell. And does that extend in any ways to? kind of other parts of your business? So we talk about that all the time. And, you know, there are a lot of franchises who join our system because of that reason. Uh, I have three kids. And, of course, you know, I want them to have my products every day. And I don't know whether I can do that by selling fried chicken, pizza, or tacos. So, yes, that is also based based in our mission and vision. And when you think about, once again, going back to our mission and vision... Seriously, if you ever come to my office, a lot of people always start from mission and vision. So I will give you one good example. There are a lot of food uh, restaurant business. They always look at what's going to be the trendy ingredients in 2020, right? Let's say in our business, maybe a lot of smoothie places will be like, oh my God, avocado will be big or acai will be big. You know, that's how they start their process. And then... Eventually, they come out with acai smoothie. That's not how we do. What we do is we actually look at what are the trending healthy and active lifestyle out there that we can actually help people to live their lifestyle by using our products so that it can be easier. 
So for example, this January, we are coming up with our high-intensity workout smoothie. Because right now, the high-intensity workout is so popular, and you name it, right? Orange Theory, Soul Cycle, uh, Gladiator Camp, Camp Gladiator. I mean, there are so many, so many high-intensity workout activities right now. We thought that these people are going to some places that they shouldn't after their workout because they don't know where to go. And also, you know, making a smoothie at home, sometimes it's not super easy. So we really are coming out with high-intensity workout smoothie, and we are actually using our nutrition backed by a company called FitAid, and FitAid is a very known brand in high-intensity workout industry. So that's a good example of how we think of our process versus any other company right now. That's pretty interesting. Um, I was just thinking about the... Um, other possible aspects. So exercise, I'm picking up loud and clear. Right. That's definitely for some for some people who have maybe chemotherapy or some other goals that are related to their health. I, are there any others that are sort of like um, you know, skincare or anything that could like be mm-hmm. in the possible or already something that you sell? So we have collagens and definitely those helps. But what we are doing is right now, we actually are creating our five-year uh, product roadmap. Mm-hmm. And what we are doing is we are really identifying where and what activities people actually need their help the most so that we can actually really help so that we can inspire people to live a healthy and active lifestyle. So we actually are creating our five-year roadmap and it's not based on the ingredients. It's really based on the lifestyles. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. Are there, is there potential to expand into other types of products that fit lifestyles? We that- believe smoothie is the product that we know the best. And we are going to stick with it. And it's interesting because when you think about our products, we can actually blend anything in the blender. Our blenders are super powerful and we can actually add anything into the blender. So we believe really using a product called smoothie, we can actually help people to live a healthy and active lifestyle. I really think whatever you are selling is a tool. It doesn't matter what we sell. If we really stick with our mission and vision, we can come up with whatever we sell to align with our mission and vision. So we do not believe we need any other product lines. We know how to make smoothies, and we are going to stick with mission and vision. Before we wrap up, I'd encourage you to add a postnatal smoothie to your menu. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to the prenatal mama. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Juan. What about the expectant father smoothie? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not get too... um, I like that, yes. Discriminatory <laughs> against us. Well, <laughs> I hear you. All right, we'll leave you out of that conversation. <laughs> we'll settle that one um, after the interview. All right, thank you so much, yeah. guys. With that, I'd love to thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and your company better. Yeah, it's a very inspiring story for me. Um, and, you know, I hope that it continues to grow and um, you're able to continue to, to put more of those um, healthy purposes out there for people to to enjoy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so thank you so much. 
Once again, it's clear that a business leader with good intentions can create an impressive social, environmental, and ethical impact. There is always a way to put meaning behind the mission of a company, and we can all make a difference. You've taken the first step by listening to the Beyond Capital podcast. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to rate, review, and if you haven't yet, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. For more information, go to beyondcapitalpodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at EA Stevens. And follow me on Instagram at Conscious Investor. Until next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.